Hello, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Buttons, our podcast where we tell you everything that happened behind the scenes while creating our favorite Two Buttons Deep videos. Tonight, we'll kick off by talking about the time Back Nine Bry smashed the world record for going all buttons deep and what he did with his winnings. Next, we'll talk about the time myself and Billy Floyd raced an Olympic cyclist around his elementary school parking lot. After that, we'll go north of the Twins to the Pasig Tipton. Did I say that right, Taylor? Doesn't matter. We met Bobby Flay, and here's what we cooked up. Lastly, we'll talk about the time Back Nine Bry stepped up to the pitch and filled in for a Yankees legend right here at the Valley Cats. Alrighty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons. We got some of the old squad, our co-founders, myself, Jack Carpenter, and Taylor Rail. And we got two of the new guys here, Back Nine Bry and Billy Floyd, for our first ep- episode where we're turning into story mode. We've realized people like to know what happens at our shoots. They want to know what was beyond the three minutes that went into it. Because when we shoot videos for Two Buttons Deep and they get very popular, you see three minutes of what happened. Very nicely edited by myself. But it's a whole day of adventure. And we're always telling these stories. So this is what the podcast is about. Showing you what went into these great videos that we've been making. Today we are going to be recapping summer 2021. Which was one of the most unique summers we've ever lived in. You know, for obvious reasons. But uh, today's episode is brought to you by none other than Sam Adams Oktoberfest. It is one of my favorite beers on the planet, and I'm not just saying that because, as we know, sweater weather is better weather than any weather there is. Right? Right. Right. By far. And it is the season to drink Oktoberfest. Someone bought me Oktoberfest in August, and I had one, and it was not the same. You have to drink Oktoberfest in September, in October, in sweater weather season, and that season is here. So go get yourself a nice Sam Adams and enjoy the show, folks. So... Uh, first, Brian, welcome to the show. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I just got off my shift working with the kids because obviously two buttons deep for the kids. But I'm doing great, man. I, you know, I'm I'm so glad to be on board with you guys. It's been incredible. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. But the way I got started is just an insane story. We'll get to that in a little bit. That's our first story of the time when you uh, pawned off a very unique Miller Lite item. Uh, next up, we got, we're going to tell a story. We're going to tell four stories tonight. The second one is of Billy Floyd when you talk to one of the coolest people in the Capital Region this year, Miss Emma White, bronze medalist from Tokyo Olympics. And we just had one of the craziest times ever at your elementary school parking lot. We'll get into that, but how are you doing today, Billy? I'm doing great. You know, the energy is always just immaculate being around all two buttons deep personnel. I got nothing but the utmost respect for you, Jack, and Taylor over there. What you guys started, it's ever-growing. The changes that you get to see, the content that you've put out, and now Brian and I get to be a part of this, you can't beat it. Everything that happens in this area is being highlighted in the best way possible, and you guys know what you're doing, and you know how to elevate. You don't keep jamming the same thing out there. You're forever making differences always for the kids, for the people. I couldn't be more grateful to be a part of it. So right now, I have no complaints. I'm loving it. Come on. I love it. Like like you said, we are a little different. Uh, Here at Two Buttons Deep, we say the news and the regular media covers the five W's, the who, what, when, where, why. We cover the other two W's, the wow and the what the fuck. 
We've been doing that for almost five years. Five years ago, Taylor and I threw a party at the Troy Kitchen. We had a ton of people showed up, which was surprising. We kicked off Two Buttons Deep 2016, which is crazy. And now we're going full time. We haven't even scratched the surface of what we want to do. Um, so without further ado, got to introduce my co-founder, Taylor Rayo. How are you doing today? What's going on? I am doing fabulous. I wish I took you up on that bathroom break before we started the show. I said it. I know. I and said then it. I had my my personal sip break while you were talking. I'm used to recording a show all by myself where I'm a one woman. Every sip, every bit of ASMR is felt, heard, and seen on camera. So I'm happy to be joined by all of you guys and getting back in the swing of things. This show has been a dozen different concepts and we think we got it down today. I think so. I'm ready to go. How are you doing though, Jack? I'm doing great. Never I'm better. Honestly, never better because today we're jumping ahead. We're This is going to be a monthly show for everybody listening because um, we don't do that many exciting things every week yet. So we're going to recap the month. And right now we're doing the summer. Then we'll hit you with September. But I just got to break it. Snoop Dogg shared our video on his main page. Not even a story share. We've had a couple celebrities share us to stories and that's cool. Snoop Dogg, the dog, shared my video at Stewart's of us raising money. It's like that's the most two buttons deep thing that could ever happen. I've been on cloud nine Ever, you know, very high because it's Snoop for yeah. the last couple of hours. So uh, if I sound disheveled, that is the reason. Um, but I'm feeling great. And the Oktoberfest is, is only adding to that value. So uh, here's how the show is going to work. We're just going to go through each video. We'll play you a little excerpt from it. So if you haven't seen it, um, you, you'll get the concept. But we encourage you to go watch it. And then uh, you'll learn about what really went into it. So our first video happened in July. We were able to host an event up at the Saratoga Racetrack. Miller Lite has an awesome tent down, basically to the left. I don't know how to explain Top it. of the stretch. Top of the stretch. That's the lingo. Uh, and they have this awesome uh, gazebo venue. And we got to invite 40 people. And we had one of the highest influx of in inquiries to come to this event. We've been like struggling to sell out things before. And we had over 500 people trying to come. One of those 500 people were you, Brian, back nine Brian, sitting across the table from me. And I was like, I think they're going to do something. So we, we gave you the ticket, and I'm very happy we did because, uh, you know, it ended up being a great day, beautiful day at the track. But then there was one point where the rain came, and I think it was just God's plan playing into us because then everyone had to huddle underneath. And Taylor and I looked at each other like, this is the time. We've had many booze cruises over the years where we play this game called All Buttons Deep, where basically you have a Hawaiian shirt on, as does your competitor, and whoever can unbutton the Hawaiian shirt with one hand and chug a beer with the other the fastest wins. And it's been great, but it's usually been like a couple minute endeavor because it's very challenging to do. A, chug a beer. B, unbutton it while you're not looking. And so we asked for six people to come up, and that's when we were introduced to Back Nine Bry right here. And it, you just put on one of the most spectacular performances of all time. 10.95 seconds, chug the beer, unbutton five buttons. <laughs> Tell us how you felt going into it. Uh, honestly, I was numb going into it. I saw the guys that I was going up against. And I'm like, these guys are fucking huge. I was like, I have no shot. 
these guys were big houses, I'm telling you. And all of a sudden, I that when that crowd finally came in the tent, I was like, this is my time. Once the crowd showed up, I go, I'm a crowd pleaser, right? I got, I got to go off. Well, you just jump right into it. We were watching the video before. You're in your element because you ended up, you go up, you ended up chugging the beer, taking your shirt off 10.9 seconds, which is just unheard of. And it's a been, ballerina spin. Ballerina spin as well. Yeah, you had some crazy stuff going on up there. The crowd absolutely went wild. It couldn't have worked out better for the day. And then you won a Miller Lite jacket and you won a Miller Lite Saratoga jockey. Mm-hmm. So then we, we, you know, we rolled with the tide and we were like, let's try and sell this because, you know, people were looking at you. People were asking about it. And how did that go for you? Well, without the Miller Lite jockey in the jacket, I already get looks being like five, three and three quarters, but <laughs> at 25 years old, but like, you know, walking around with that jacket on and a Miller Lite jockey, I, like that was basically the size of me. <laughs> you, you couldn't ask for anything more. People were like, who is this man and what does he do? Well, you started the bid at $1,000, threw a back a bunch and forth with uh, a, a ton of people at the track. Your, your highest offer was $400, and you said no. And I was part of that influence. I told you it was worth 800 That's what I heard. But then we found out the real cement statues are worth 800 This one was worth like 250 So do you regret not selling it for $400? Some, sometimes, it's, it's right next to my bed, so sometimes I'll look over and I'll just be like, I'll be like, I could have had four hundred dollars, right? I could have had four hundred dollars, but instead, I have a trophy. I'll always remember that moment. It mm-hmm. was an unbelievable time. I ran into my favorite aunt too, which was probably the best part of the video. <laughs> it was. They kind of look the same. Aunt Karen, what's going on? Two thousand dollars, Aunt Karen. You know anybody? Uh, that was just. I mean, we we were sold on you right in that moment. You were just in your element. You killed it. But unfortunately, you also killed Taylor. Taylor competed. You were the last one to go, and I was like, Taylor, you're not going to beat him. Are you sure you want to do this? And you still did. All right. Well, Miller Lite is my favorite beer. It is also the brand that I eat, sleep, breathe, and drink the most. So I knew I had to compete. You blew us all away. I also just want to say, this is the year for Short King. So five, three and a half, nothing to shake a stick at there, buddy. Mm -mm. That is Short King season. That is huge energy that you put out that evening, that afternoon. And I'm a big track person. Our 2018 at the track was one of the best things we ever did, putting on a show every week for the people. And after COVID, with the track being closed, Jack and I were like, what do we do? The timeline is so short to put something together. We didn't know how it was going to be, if it was going to be 100% capacity, masks, whatever. So to be able to go balls to the walls that day, joined by all of our friends, a lot of new faces, was unbelievable. And then to get you out of it, I mean, fellow lefty, love that. Love everything about it. And Billy, your biggest cheerleader. Billy was there. What'd you think of the day, Billy? I'm someone who visualizes success, Mm. whether it's me or a homie of mine. I see it. I picture (laughs) it. I feel the moment. Not just see it. Feel it. And I had already seen and felt it before Brian even went up. We rolled deep. It was me, Brian, Joe Foley, Danny Ball, and Jonah. The five of us, our crew came, Mm -hmm. and as soon as that rain came, and as soon as it was time for all buttons deep, I was like, okay, there's literally no chance. No disrespect to Taylor, who's the buttonista. No disrespect to the other competitors. But it wouldn't have made sense if they beat back nine Brian. It just wouldn't have happened. And Brian went up there. He kind of looked back at our group before it was time. We made eye contact. Gave a little nod to each other. It was like, 
this is like, I'm excited to celebrate this, but I already know what's going to happen. Right on cue, as swag as ever, unbuttons, sips it, tosses it off. It was like watching Barry Bonds pimp a home run after he threw that t-shirt <laughs> off. It was flawless. Couldn't have been more proud. Back nine, Bry, the guy. It, you know, it felt good silencing the crowd. You know, I told everyone, that's it. It's over, right? <laughs> then, I have, then I have you, right? Cheering on, the boys. I got to say, once, once I met Billy, and I only knew Billy since the beginning of the year, which is crazy. Bill, Billy's energy... At first, I I thought I was very energetic, right? Billy will make like will say one word to me and make me want to run like through a brick wall. <laughs> so I absolutely love it having Billy there. I think gave me the advantage, and I'm just so glad to call myself a Miller Lite, all buttons deep, chug off champion. I, I mm-hmm. love that you sleep next to it too. Like you know, you want to know what people do with their World Series trophies, their rings, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you cherish this thing. Well, can I tell you, like dolls and like statues were like my biggest fear as a child so like waking up still still to this day like chucky the doll was like my biggest fear so seeing a little little guy sleeping next to me i do get frightened sometimes i usually be like brian brian right and i'm just like <laughs> drink ter- a beer. terrified yeah drink a beer i'm just glad you didn't like put a hole shirt. in it or anything could have gotten a lot weirder if you're sleeping with that thing but it looks yeah, like no you're shot. being respectful no shot definitely <laughs> definitely you didn't I, get that i did oh okay I hang all my media passes on him. He's chilling. He's love cool. it. Yeah, PG. Love it. Well, you got to keep him inside because people would steal him. Oh, my gosh. I, exactly. I can't put him on the front yard. I only bring him out for certain events. Yep. And my my room uh, new roommates moved in in September, and I won that in August. And I'd try to bring it out, and my roommate's dog would, like, freak out, like, curl up once he saw the midget. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, like, you don't understand how great this thing is yet. I no. love it. It's sketchy dog. Well, sketchy our next dog. story is also about a very precious piece of hardware, a bronze medal. But before we do that, we got to talk about a new restaurant coming to downtown Albany that I am so freaking excited for. I cannot even tell you. My, I went to school up in Burlington, Vermont, and there was a restaurant where anytime someone would come to visit, including my parents, because they would pay, I would take them to the Skinny Pancake. What do you think a Skinny Pancake is, Billy? I'm visualizing... A very thin pancake, like extremely tiny <laughs> like and thin. One. Yeah. And is it healthy? Is it good for you? I'm not sure. I need more information. I think it's definitely healthy for you. Skinny Pancake is coming to Albany. It's the best restaurant. They make crepes, which is a skinny pancake. Billy was right on it. And they have savory. They have sweet. And it's just like the perfect treat. We were at Perlapalooza, and they were doing free handouts, just kind of getting their name out there. And everyone was just eating it with a smile. And, I, and I'm like, this place is just going to dominate. It's my favorite restaurant from Burlington. It's coming to Albany. I didn't make it happen, but I, I think that's a move from above as well. And I'm like, things are happening. So watch out for Skinny Pancake. It's opening up in November. And uh, we'll be in there slinging crepes, making some fun stuff with them. And uh, I'm very excited about that. I was also very excited. The whole capital region was excited. Emma White, in the middle of the night, won a bronze medal for Team USA cycling in Tokyo. It aired at like 3 a.m., but her mom stayed up. Her mom ended up being Billy's third grade teacher in Gilderland Elementary School, which is just a total small bitty moment. So he puts the pieces together. We connect with them, and we were the first media outlet to do a video with her. And I don't think we could have done much better than what we did. You did an interview. You went 10 questions deep with her and her mom. They were fun because they were just... You know, they're, they're regular Joes who have this enormous hobby and they're thriving in this moment, just like I am right now because of Snoop Dogg. 
And, you know, basically the same thing. They come in with the hardware and we challenged her to a bike ride around the parking lot. And it was closer than we thought it would be, Billy, so. Oh, I feel amazing. We are about to race against an Olympic bronze medalist. We have Emma White, we have myself, and we have Jack Carpenter. I see an easy win. I'm calling it right here. Yes, call my shot. We're gonna cut that, we're gonna cut the whole thing. How did you think that day went? It was just the perfect setup. I'll never forget. My grandfather called me the night that she was supposed to fly in. My 89-year-old grandpa is like, I saw an article that Emma White's coming into town. I'm like, okay, like this could be something. The next day, she makes a great post with her family at the airport. So I DM'd her asking like, hey, let's do a video. She didn't see it, but she didn't have many comments on her picture. So I figured maybe leave a comment, tell her to check her DM. Said, yo, Emma, check your DM. Left a big message, connected the dots with my mom, her, the whole thing, two buns deep. Boom, we planned to meet at Linwood Elementary School. And it was just such a special time because the last time I had been at Al Linwood Elementary School, I was in fifth grade. I had Mrs. White, who was my teacher in third grade. She hasn't aged in over 13 or so years. She mm -hmm. looked incredible. Yeah. And the, the energy was just perfect because... Mm -hmm. Emma White just won a medal. We're doing a video. Mrs. White is so pumped that her daughter came back from Tokyo as a victor. We're about to shoot something great. And that whole race was just so special. Riding around that track. I can't imagine your perspective, Jack, because I came in dead last. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, I didn't even stand up on the bike. I got crushed <laughs> right off the rip. But Jack, the whole time, I felt like I had front row seats to a show. Because mm -hmm. you're winning the entire time. And then last second, last minute, she makes this heroic comeback as she's commentating what she's doing as she crosses the finish line to win the gold medal in this event to keep her bronze medal. I need to ask you, we're a couple months removed from this race. Do you still think about it, thinking I was this close to beating an Olympian? Come on, at least the couple days or week after, I bet you didn't sleep. Oh yeah, it definitely tugged at my heartstrings. Like this could have been something I, you know, like you're Miller Lite jockey, I could have had, I probably would have just taken the bronze medal. That's what was at stake. She agreed to it facetiously. The answer is yes. Um, I think about it a lot because I was leading the entire time and she is just a true professional because on the last turn, it's a very simple track. We just went in a circle. But on the last turn, there is a ton of sand and I'm going full speed and I'm like 10 to 15 feet ahead of her. And I'm like, if I hit this, this last turn full speed, there's a chance I'm wiping out. There's a chance I'm snapping my leg, scraping everything in my body. How bad do I want this? And so I did a little coast around. And if you watch the footage, she's just a true professional. She wasn't pedaling the entire time approaching that last turn because she knew it was tight. So she was able to take a tighter turn, then rub it in my face as she was beating me that she took the, took the lead. And it was, I mean, it was glorious. Just the fact I came so close builds my confidence. I would have felt a little bad if I actually beat her, but I also would have felt a little good about it. So yeah, long story. I, I still think about it a lot. You know, she's just a true professional. And one of my biggest takeaways from the interview we did with her and her mother is Back in the day, I'll never forget, Mrs. White and all of her kids, they were huge cyclists, athletes, they did everything, very family-oriented. And a lot of people 
thought they were strange. A lot of people didn't understand the white family because they didn't go out. They weren't that social. They didn't do much of the party scene. They were just locked in to being great on the bike and no one understood it. And years went in, years went in. They traveled to all these destinations to race and race and race. Hello. They were training for something greater than who they actually are. Mm -hmm. They were training for the Olympics. And what happens? Emma White comes home with a bronze medal. So everyone back in the heyday thinking, what is up with this white family? Why don't they do anything? Because they were in the trenches working to become real champions. That was sick. Yeah, she was making a joke. They were like, what? You know, why do my kids have weird leg tans? Because they'd wear high socks all the time. And like their, their boys would shave their legs and stuff. And phenomenal family. If you haven't watched that video, go watch it. And the full interview you did with, with them. That's just a true gem. I think they enjoyed that more than us, honestly. That was great. Oh, beautiful. I, no words. It was just one of the best days of my life in terms of pure joy, pure happiness, sharing just utmost respect. Can't beat it. Speaking of pure joy and happiness... I never see someone more happy than Taylor when she's in the middle of a car wash at Hoffman Car Wash. Um, wait a minute. I thought we got to comment on all of these stories because I had a comment. All right. What'd you think, Taylor? I just want to bring up as the official button needs to hear that Jack came so close to beating an Olympian in a race in boat shoes. I'm the one of the group that gets a bad rep for showing up to events dressed improperly. I usually wear pumps when I ride a CDTA cycle, so I can align with you in that. I can respect that. But what a poor shoe wear choice. When you really, how bad did, you're asking yourself, how bad did I want it? Not bad enough to wear sneakers. I've never seen you in a pair of sneakers. I don't like wearing sneakers. I look like a dork. Did you know you were going to be on camera that day? Did I? You knew. I did. We stuffed all those bikes into my Uh, car. I think, A, I brought the Sperry's kind of as an excuse if I were to use, I could use that. But also as a a badge of honor because my sister, fun fact, she went on her honeymoon to Peru. Machu Picchu. We all know what that is, right? Sure. Big mountain, ancient mountain. And she didn't bring hiking shoes. So we're just a family of bad footwear decisions. She hiked Machu Picchu in Sperry's. Wow. So I wanted to add to our resume of legendary Sperry shit and beating an Olympian in one. And I almost did it. So I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so glad I brought that up. And I'm so glad you had an excuse for it. Because (laughs) there is literally nothing else would have made sense. It would have been poor planning, Jack's typical wardrobe decision situation. But I just couldn't let that go unnoticed in that video but well done by everyone i like the call out i mean it's a real recognized real i mean i can't i was gonna say that's a good observation i didn't even notice that but like i look you say you look like a dork in sneakers i look like a dork in sperry's or boat shoes man i could not i do not own a pair i'm a sneakerhead to the max it's a tough look tough look to pull off at times it's pretty signature for jack i like that there's no socks involved I can get behind yep. that, but uh, you do know your way around a CDPHP cycle much more than I do. So I'm also yeah. glad I didn't get the call to join you in that video. Yeah. So uh, on to our next story, folks. But first, we got to talk about what makes Taylor happy is Car Wash Wednesdays. You found your new yoga, your new Zen. And, uh, you know, how happy are you that we're, we're partnered up with them? What a great fit, you guys. I It goes along with the buttonista mentality. Billy, you understand this. Look good, feel good, play good. There's really no better formula for success. And even in the days when I drove a little Chevy Cruze, 
if I saw that thing coming out the other end of a Hoffman car wash, I felt like Kim fucking Kardashian in a Rolls Royce. I mean, I just felt like a million bucks. So it's not that hard to feel like a million bucks with Hoffman car wash. $29.99 for an unlimited membership. There's no red tape. There's no hidden fees, hidden words at the bottom of the script. $29.99. All you can eat car wash. All you can mm. drive. All you can clean. You could literally go every day. You could go twice a day. Which you could go done. twice a day. I Bird have done. pooped right after you got a washer. Whoop. Right around. Whip it right around. Yeah. So we're, we're big fans of Hoffman. And we go on Wednesday uh, because it's better. Most people save their car wash for the weekend. But Wednesdays are much like your time is much less valuable on Wednesday. And the lines are going to be way shorter. So if you want to be a pro at Hoffman, you got to go on Wednesday. Um, but uh, because... Your weekends are for bigger events. Yes. Like the, I'm going to try and say this right, <laughs> Fasig Tipton. I think that was good. Fasig Tipton? No. Fasig Tipton? <laughs> so we went Pardon? to a very, as Taylor described it, posh and high class event up in Saratoga where we had one mission in mind. Everyone goes there to bid on horses, but two buttons deep went to track down the one and only $100 million Bobby Flay. And it was just, ended up being just an absolute picturesque two buttons deep video of us going in, starting some bullshit, and we were out in like 30 minutes. And Taylor, bring us through what happened. Well, a couple things here. First of all, setting the stage of this event, if you haven't been, it is one of the official kickoffs to track season in Saratoga, even though it happens kind of halfway through. Anybody who's anybody in the Saratoga scene goes there basically just to be seen. If you have enough money, you're bidding on horses. If not, you're just getting a couple cocktails, watching the pomp and circumstance, and moving on your way after you get your gram. So it was very important to me that I attended this event in general. Then to find out that a celeb as big as Bobby Flay, huge Chopped fan, beat Bobby Flay, I love it all, was going to be there. There's a lot of pressure, and you guys will learn this working with Jack. When you're in a tight situation like that, when you have nothing set in stone, you're just about to fucking go for it. If you don't send it, like you're going to be grounded. Like Jack mm -hmm. is going to hand it to you one way or another, and there's no worse pit in my stomach than letting Jack down and disappointing him. And Bobby Flay obviously didn't know we were there. He didn't know we wanted to do a video about him. So we came up with a quick concept. Let's see what his favorite restaurant is. Very easy. And then to start rolling around and see that everybody has spotted Bobby Flay besides me. I had to get right down to business. And the moment I saw him, I think I just completely blacked out. Have you seen Bobby Flay? Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, my God. Everybody at this place has seen Bobby Flay yeah, besides me. walking Flay. around here. What the hell? Yeah, he was here. Standing over there a few minutes ago. Oh my god, it's a wild goose chase. Oh, there he is! Oh my god, there he is! Fucking it! Excuse me, Bobby. Quick question for you. I've been looking for you all night. Huge fan. You're looking for you all night? I have two questions. <laughs> and I cursed as, as a sailor would on my exit. I got a lot of hate for that in the comments. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? I was like, yeah, and I bet she would make out with me if she wanted or if I wanted. Um, <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah, I do kiss my mom. Um, it was, it was on incredible. The lips? No, not on the lips. I okay. don't Tom Brady this shit. But right. if, <laughs> like, sure. if I swear that much, like she still loves me. She was yeah. very supportive. She wasn't there that night, though, was she? No. No, it's just you guys. But, I mean, I just saw him. He very could have easily escaped. He was heading towards a private patio area. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to mail it in, I could have just been like, sorry, Jack, I couldn't get him. He turned away. Show's over. 
And I just fucking floored it. Hey, Bobby, like I've known him my whole life. I mean, I still can't believe it happened. Everybody says that when I walk away, there's like a whole group of people giving me dirty looks that were just like so pissed that I did that. I don't even see it when I watch that video because I don't no. watch the video because I'm so embarrassed I did that. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we, we shot our shot. We, we, you went up to him and said, I've been waiting for you. I've been looking for you all night. And he goes, you've been looking for me all night. <laughs> so like, This awkward. dude is famous, but he's not like Justin Bieber famous. Where people <laughs> are trying to just track him down. And uh, But we got to give a big shout out to his two favorite restaurants. Because this video did really well. People were very excited to know what his restaurants are. If you don't know Bobby Flay, he's a star on Food Network for 27 years until he asked for a $100 million contract. And they said, no, we can't afford him either. But he gave a shout out to Hamlet and Ghost and salt and char which are obviously two very good downtown res or downtown restaurants but uh brian i'll pass it to you what did you think of that video well one i i asked taylor before i was like taylor were you i was like how many beers deep are you just because just because she like sprinted over the excitement like she ran she ran faster than usain bolt in heels instead of berries and i was just like taylor how how many did you have before this video she was none and then the video kept going. She was, okay, I had one there. I go, <laughs> and I think she Pinocchioed a little bit. I'm saying she put down about four or five millers before that interview. But I honestly, I loved it. I, I think my favorite part was Bobby Flay do it, saying, he was like, you've been looking for me all night. I think that was like, that gets me every single time I watch it. But like I said, Bobby Flay, absolute legend. Too bad you didn't get to have dinner with him because I feel like that would be the most banging dinner of all time, whether it was a French fries or broccoli or whatever it is, random shit, Bobby Flay, always <laughs> taking it to the max. Love it. Listen, if we can get on Snoop Dogg's radar, I think we can get on Bobby Flay's radar. That's right. Oh, for sure. The only other thing I want to say, which is great as we document behind the buttons, is like Saratoga and all the endorsements that the city has gotten from celebs in the past few years is such a validator for what we're doing because it really shows that we have high-class restaurants, great entertainment, awesome like downtown vibes. It's such an honor to see people spending time in our city. I mean, Bobby Flay did buy a house here, cash, $2.5 or something not that long ago right in Saratoga. So chances are we might run into him again if I didn't scare him. I love much. it. I want to add, too, about the whole you couldn't watch it, scared. I thought it was so natural. Honestly, watching the whole thing go down, first off, the way it happened, when you're bantering with that guy over the slice of pizza, it flashes right over. Holy shit, it's Bobby Flay. You dart right over. And the way you asked the questions, you had one shot at it. And it was flawless. It was perfect. It looked like, like you said, you've known him your whole life. Great delivery. And for the people at home who don't know what it's like to make content or put yourself out there, apply that pressure, which is what we know is the greatest privilege, you rocked it. It was money. You had one chance, knocked it out of the park. I would watch that thing over and over. I watched it like five times through <laughs> just to analyze. How did she ask? What was his face like? And whether he got it or didn't, he delivered. You went crazy. It was awesome. I mean, <laughs> we definitely took advantage of the moment, but that's what we do. Forgiveness, not permission. And nobody in that scene is even going to remember it. And we captured it perfectly. So very happy we did it. I am the stage mom and uh, I do expect people to go for it when we're out there. So don't you guys let me down, okay? Roger that, Captain. Thanks, Mom. We love you. <laughs> love you, too. Kiss me on the mouth now. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> making out? Just What's kidding. going on? I wouldn't make out with my mom, by the way. Yeah, but was... yes, my I would kiss my mom on the mouth. That's such a lame phrase. I'm not going to get into parent mouth kissers with their kids, but I think it's extremely odd. All right. Moving on. We've talked right. about that before, actually. Moving on. If you have a big issue, in, <laughs> bigger than a, than a kiss issue in your life, and you, you need some lawyers, who are you going to call? What's the first person, if you grew up in the Capital Region, who are the first lawyers you think of? Who has a good singing voice? The heavy hitters. They do it once and they do it again. Call 1-800-LAW-1010. If you get in a car crash or any other bullshit happens in your life where you just need immediate help because... Most people, like, this is not even in their scope. Like, I've never had anything very traumatic happen to me. So if you, like, wake up on a, yeah, knock on wood. If you wake up in a hospital bed, it's it's like a scary world of people trying to leech this opportunity on you and your insurance companies come for you. And, you know, you're in a moment of panic and you need to make big decisions. That's why you go to the heavy hitters. If you're in a bad spot in life or something happens to you and you need good representation because the insurance companies allegedly are going to lie to you. And that's why you always hear their commercials. That just needs to be the first person you think of if you wake up in that situation. I hope you don't, but uh, we have always been fans of Martin Harding and Mazzotti. And just to test your guys' fandom, I'm going to make sure you guys all know the theme song. Can you sing it on three? Three, two, one. The heavy hitters do it again. Call 1-800-LAW-1010. Banging. That Love is it. perfect. All right, on to our final story of the day, which might be one of the most legendary things we did all summer. Again, just a picturesque two buttons deep moment where we just show up because we rarely plan things. We're usually like, oh, there's an event. Let's go. And we make do with what we have. And some, you know, we were just handed a golden opportunity when we went to the Valley Cats game. We went because Yankees legend, Tino Martinez, who was a pitcher who had played in the 90s, early O's, very legendary in that world. He was set to throw the first pitch. So we're like, maybe we can get an interview with him. Ends up being 10 times better. We show up to the Valley Cats, and we're we're in a section down uh, on third base, and they come up to us, and they're like, hey, guys, welcome. Uh, but Tino Martinez, he's not coming. His flight's delayed, and we need help. And this was the second time back nine Bry has stepped up to the plate. How are you feeling? Because I jumped on the opportunity as stage mom. I said, yes, I have kids and they'll do it. Sign us up. Me. Doesn't matter what it costs. We did it. Didn't cost anything. So they go. So we need someone to throw out the first pitch. There are thousands of people at this place. All right, maybe hundreds. With Tino Martinez jerseys on. Like People are there to see this dude. And they're like, can you fill in for him? And we're like, heck yes. And we throw you on the spot. How do you feel? Uh, well, the first thing that happened was once those words, like I read them in slow-mo out of that woman's mouth. She was, does anybody want to throw out the first pitch? <laughs> and I, like my eyes lit up. Jack points at me. <laughs> the, arm, the hair on my arms, they all stand up. He'll do it. Jack just went back right in normal. He'll do it. And I'm like, fuck, I got to lock in. Here we go, right? Yep. So it's funny because two weeks before that, my, one of my roommates was like, he's talking to his buddy who's the director of baseball operations down in Pitt. And he goes, how much would it take to throw out a first pitch? And he's like, uh, about a $500 donation and whatever. And we're like, that would be a sweet video. Maybe we could do that sometime, right? Two weeks later, I'm throwing out for 
In place of Lou Pinella, Tino Martinez, it's back, nine, Bry. It was an incredible feeling. Uh, Billy, my biggest cheerleader, was there. Like, Thank God Billy was there. Literally, because like, I was so locked in, and he has the mic, talking to the kids, like, get this guy hyped up. Like, he is so in his zone right now. Like, you need to scream for this guy. And all these kids saying, back nine, Bri, back nine, Bri, right? Uh, it, you just can't, you can't make that shit up. Yeah, next thing we know, we have, literally have hundreds of Boy Scouts and campers. <laughs> they was just filled in the stands. Back nine, Bri, back. They had no idea you, you weren't bigger than Tino Martinez. It was insane. And you go out there. I mean, Billy, just leading up to it. What was your mindset? I couldn't have been more grateful to be in that moment. As you know, I'm for the kids to the furthest extent. You yep. put me in an element with kids, and I can act as a kid and be playful like the kids, hype up the kids for back nine bry. It was so sweet. And the best part, too, is we did a little one-man uh, man on the street with everybody talking to them like, hey, how do you think Brian's going to do? You're going to do awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and I can't wait to see it. I don't know. <laughs> I think he'll do great. Um, I think he'll do great. Uh, he's gonna do pretty good. Southpaw! I'm throwing out the first pitch. Back nine, Bryce, throwing out the first pitch. How's he gonna do? Thumbs up? Oh, back nine, Bryce, we love back nine, Bryce, yes! And everybody had a lot of confidence in Bryant. Everybody was telling him as it is. This guy's got it. He's got the Southpaw, he's got the game face, he's a man who loves the moment. And he just delivered in every way. We got a thumbs up from one of the bullpen pitchers. Southpaw gave us a thumbs up. Mm -hmm. He got a warm-up pitch with the catcher and the starting pitcher out in the outfield. And all the kids chanting, back nine bride, to see him go out there and do it. This is insane, man. This is a movie. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Kids need this signature. Give it to him right on the two buttons, Steve. You can't have it any other way. And not only just throw out the first pitch, sign numerous autographs on stickers, bats, hats, arms. Arms. There's kids out there who might have tattoos of Back Nine Bryce's signature. Yeah. Because they signed the arm. It was unbelievable. Dude, I signed an ice cream cone, and the funny thing is, like. Like that was the craziest. I was like, "How do you want this?" I go and I told the guy, I "Go, please don't eat this." I go, "Now I don't care if you throw, like, don't keep it." Well, I mean, if you want to keep it cool, like, just wash out the eyes. Like, if you eat this and you die of uh, Sharpie in your system, like, I'm gonna feel terrible. Gotta Kids call Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Gotta call no. Martin Harding and Mazzotti. <laughs> um, but uh, it was, you know, I practiced signing my autograph since eighth grade. Like, I still have friends. I know at least one will still tell me that she still has my autograph from eighth grade. I'm like, you are so smart. I go, you are the smartest person in the world. She still has it. It hasn't changed. I do the big B. I go through the middle of the B with my line and I sign Radigan. <laughs> love it. It's, love I've it. had the same one since eighth grade because I know where I'm going and I know where we're going. Yeah. To the I, you you got to have a good top. signature. That's and it. it's got to be easy to do and easy to recognize. And I'm a... Signing arms was just something did, most celebrities don't get to. Did it look good? Like to my autograph, look it good? looked flawless. Like One it? kid said that you were his father. Yeah, he said, yeah. He said you're my dad. He's my, my dad. Mom. I mean, we gotta start going after the high school market after that because they, we, did, you were just the big. You're Snoop Dogg in their mind. That's mm -hmm. it. That's they it. were, they were as excited as I was getting shared by Snoop Dogg. So mm -hmm. that was just a thrilling, 
absolutely thrilling event. And the best part was a day later, you get a personal note from Tino Martinez. Yeah, you are, honestly, I, I, I forgot, but that's insane. Uh, I'm at work. I'm, I'm working a summer camp with the kids, right? I'm sitting there, and if my boss is listening, yes, I checked my phone, but we don't talk about that. I looked, and I saw... I just saw this long message. I thought someone just liked the Tino Martinez uh, video. No, it said Tino Martinez official. And I like triple T. I looked at it five times. And I'm like, oh my God, Tino Martinez sent me a message. I click it. It's like, Brian, thank you for pinch hitting for me and throwing out the first. It was so corny saying pinch hitting for me. <laughs> but I'm like, fuck it. It's Tino Martinez, right? I'm like galloping around the room. They're like, is Brian okay? The kids are like, is Brian right? I go, I am fine. I am on cloud nine right now. I, I was like shaking. I was so red. I'm like, to my coworkers, I go, I need some time. Yep. I go, I need to go to the other room. I'm going in a closet. I go and lock in myself. <laughs> and I, I literally like put my hands like on my eyes. I go, this is real life. I go, this is like one, first off, the best summer of my life by far. Uh, but you can't, you can't make it up. It was honestly, um, honestly incredible filling in for a Yankees legend and signing autographs and then hopping in the car and then going to the, Albany Empire Championship, oh, yeah. throwing out t-shirts. We hit up the biggest Albany sporting events on that day. And it's funny because you gave me tickets a week before. You said, let's go to this game. I said, Jack. I go, this is it. I go, we have the Albany Empire Championship, and now Tino Martinez is throwing out the first pitch on the same day. I go, we're hitting up both events. Same time, too. Same time, same time. So we we stayed for a few innings. It felt like I was there for seven hours with just the, the lead up to the first pitch. But, mm -hmm. uh and then um, we left, drove directly to the Times Union, Union Center, Center, and watched the Albany Empire win. And the funny thing is, they didn't even have media passes for us. They rushed. They like print them off. I'm not going to comment on the media passes. They were a piece of paper, but it's okay. They were. <laughs> it's on your Miller Lite jockey. It's on my Miller, Miller Lite jockey. What's funny about the whole Valley Cats thing is, I thought if we ever did something big at the Valley Cats, it'd be Taylor. For those who don't know, you interned there. You were like kind of a staple at the Valley Cats for a while. And was that college? Yeah, that was in college. So that video watching it for me was super special because the Valley Cats is kind of part of the reason that I decided to stay in the Capital Region. I fell so in love with just like the local pride and fandom. I mean, you're talking about the kids and the Boy Scouts. I mean, some of these kids, they've never seen a professional baseball game before. So for them to go to the Valley Cats, whether it's low-income families or people that don't have the opportunity or their ability to travel, I mean, the fans there are the biggest ride or dies you'll find in the Capital Region. So to see it come full circle – like you said, we never really got on their radar after I left. You know, we've been there. We've done some videos here and there. But for them to also respect Two Buttons Deep and say, hey, we trust you guys to go out there and throw the first pitch is a nice testament to kind of the work that we've, you know, laid down the past few years going there. And they love this shit. They love local pride. They love organic fun it's cheesy the whole thing is corny right that's the whole point so for you to get as hyped up as you did and all that i thought was incredible and then to get the comment from the legend himself is just unbelievable uh, really? but i i did i loved that video the commentary the fans you're gonna get a lot of good stuff out of valley cats fans because they they know it they're no stranger to like a camera in their face type of thing and after losing their affiliation with houston i was worried for them that it wasn't going to be as big of a deal. But when you said hundreds, it, it is thousands. I mean, yeah. they pull 2,500, 3,000 on bigger nights. They're selling out 6,000 seats. So Valley Cats is no joke. And, I agree. And another another point to add, I forgot about this. On my back nine page on Instagram, I'm, I'm sitting there. Some kid like 
eight pictures, like eight in a row the next day. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, who is this? Right. Obviously it's going to catch my eye. If someone's like, like eight to 10 pictures in a row, I click it and it's a kid from the game. And <laughs> his first post is like, his first one is my autograph, like on a mask. And then it's like the baseball game, then his arm. And it's like, thank you to the Valley cats. And thank you back nine Bri for making my nut. And like that, that, sh- that just means so much. Like it, it means that we're making an impact. We, we all are. And these kids look up. It was like the greatest day of their lives. Mm-hmm. And they don't even know they made it the greatest day of my life. Like, I can't even, I can't, <laughs> I love seriously, it was Positive awesome. Positive influence. It was awesome. You can't beat it. Can't, love it. Really. That's it. So, folks, this is what goes into each video. There's so much more beyond the video, and that's why we're bringing you this show, Behind the Buttons. What we'll be doing is uh, rotating each month. We're going to catch you up with the summer. We're going to catch you up with September. And then we'll be right in time for October where I can talk about Snoop Dogg sharing my posts again. Oh, you already did. Yeah, but that, I just couldn't <laughs> hold that in. I'm just kidding. Um, and we will get this will be a monthly show just so you can get an inside look because we, we just have so much fun doing this. Like people are like, well, you know, why do you do this? What's the purpose? Because we're living. Like, I hate this quote, but just living our best lives. We're just doing whatever we want to do and we document it and it's good for us first and foremost and then it's good for the capital region. We We have two main audiences, people who stayed in the capital region and we give them reasons to be prideful of it and show them there's so much more to do than go to your local bar and complain. And also there's a lot of people who do move away like Billy did and they miss it. Everyone misses it here. New, upstate New York is the most beautiful place in the world. And we are capturing it day by day, button by button. And this show will show you uh, what goes into what you see on the gram. So we appreciate everyone who listened today. Brian, Taylor, Billy, thank you guys for being here. We'll rotate each month based on who did the coolest shit and got into the coolest stuff. And we'll uh, you know, tell you guys all about it. So thanks for listening. And uh, that's the show, folks. Any final comments? Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Thanks. Yeah, you guys are the best. (laughs) I love my mom.